thousand times forgive me. We're not asking you to dig into your wallet, not asking you to dig into your purse, not asking you to use Venmo, Zelle, or any of those financial apps. We're asking you to give from your heart, from your mind, maybe through poem, through a scripture, or just through an experience that you may have had. And you had to lean on God to get you out, and he did. Maybe it can help somebody else not make that same mistake. <laughs> now is the time. And as Leonard would always say, don't everybody rush to the mic and speak at once. <laughs> Pass around the mic and the camera. This is the salad and bread portion of the meal. We had the appetizer. <laughs> now it's time for the salad and bread and soup. <laughs> I like a little black pepper and crackers in mine. <laughs> cream, cream of mushroom soup, cream the of next, rice. The next course, the next yeah. course, huh? Next course in the meal. All right. That's all right. Come on down. Anybody willing to share? Time for giving. I can share, but I was just waiting on someone else to jump up. Come on, Jim. You just jumped out there. You jumped right on there. <laughs> I, you know, actually, the more I pray and uh, spend time in the Bible and in the Word, um, more things come to me that mm -hmm. uh, I don't always understand. And... Uh, I mean, one one thing is, and I'll just be candid about it, is, you know, I said, you know, I'm done with women. I'm just going to work and do whatever. And then I, I thought about it and I'm like, well, is that God's plan? And oh, I don't know. So I had to... <laughs> pray about that right because um, that may not be his plan he may have someone that is very special that uh, yeah we spend the rest of our lives together hopefully all right um so we'll, we'll see uh, one one other thing and it was really weird in that you know when i was praying is god told me save my child and and i'm thinking well lord you need to be a little more specific <laughs> because i don't know who you're talking about who are you talking about my son or talking about me talking about billions of people out there that i i you know, so I, I prayed on that. And, you know, Rev or others, if you have answers for that. But what what I got is just have patience and that mm -hmm. it's in Jesus in the Lord's time, not my time. You know, when, when it presents itself. So... Wow. That's what I got. Amen. 
Amen. Pray. Man, Jim. Pray. Yeah. Pray. Pray without ceasing. Yeah. Continue to pray. Continue to pray without ceasing. I think Rev talked about not knowing where to look for things. When you look to somebody that we know, look to his word, never go wrong. <laughs> you can never go wrong. Stand firm on his word. Continue to trust. Continue to pray without ceasing, Jim. Yeah, for sure. And oh, and there, there's one thing that uh, I don't know if it was a pastor or a friend told me, um, but they told me, have you ever read Song of Songs? And <laughs> and I said, no. And then I read through it. I'm like, whoa, this is in the Bible? This is <laughs> that's pretty, pretty wild there. <laughs> So um, anyway, I just looked it up and I just remember about that. So pretty hot stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's quite a bit of hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just when I first read it, I'm like, this is really in the Bible? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you'll find that in others. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I'm giving. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Certainly. I'm giving. Anyone else? Well, we'll just we'll since we was talking about it, it, it would have been a prayer request, uh, if it had happened before, but it happened. Uh me and my wife's youngest daughter was is moving to um to Las Vegas and um she's decided to rent her van and drive because she had some stuff she needed to take up right away. And um she set out the other day and she went into Vegas the back way instead of going around through Missouri and all that. She went through the mountains of Utah and Colorado and stuff. And our baby was scared to death. She called us that night. It was raining. Trucks was whizzing by her. And uh, this is the first time she ever done anything like that. Mm. So that, that whole thing with God take the wheel, no man, he took the wheel and he got her there safely. Um, so that's my testimony. It's, it's all, he, he got our baby to... Las Vegas safely, and she went through the mountains at night. So, wow, yeah, amen. He will do it. He, he and then we didn't know which way she was going until she called us and told us she was scared. And you know, she yeah. the scenery she couldn't see nothing. The mountains she way in the mountains and uh, raining and trucks. So we kind of I kind of looked on the map and gathered her to the closest truck stop and she was able to make it there and uh mm. and and sleep the the rest of the night out because it was like about maybe 11 or something 12 when she called us mm. God bless. 
testimony is they're so they're spreading out they're they're so they're so decisive on doing things and and uh they just jump into it and and the, and the lord we know the lord is there and i'm so glad he was there that night um so that's my mm. testimony yeah won't lord. he do it won't he do it he said he would <laughs> Won't he do it? He said he would. Amen. Thank you for that, Steve. The testimony. Mm. We thank God for watching over. Yes. Watching over Absolutely. precious cargo. Watching over precious cargo. Amen. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Mm. Time of giving, family. Time of giving. One else have anything you'd like to give? I will. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Um, so I, I saw something yesterday and I just um I received it um tremendously. And I don't know, maybe somebody else can too. He, I think it was I don't know, his pastor was doing some simulation, throwing things in the trash and just saying how when you feel change coming, you have to always make room for God's blessing so you can't hold yeah. on to things and you yeah. hold on to things you make little room for, for God to do things he's going to give you little blessings if you make big room for him he'll give you big blessings and so I, 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 I mean, maybe somebody else can receive that too because I did I know I hold on to things way too long uh, things people uh, feelings all of that stuff and so just making room for changes to come I know I felt like over the last maybe few weeks, I feel like the walls have been closing in on me with a lot of things. And so I just, you know, have been just trying to be in this quiet season of just reformulating um, things, you know, so just trying to pray and, and all those things, but just trying to make room for different things. If you want something different, you know, you have to just make room for that different stuff throughout the old stuff. So I mean, somebody else could have used it too. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely true, Veronica. You have to make room. Have to make room, because when something is old and you've used it up, that's just what you've done. You used it up. There's no more use for it. So you Come on, Will. Around. You Say have to that. get rid of it. You have Say to that. Leave it out of your life. You have to get rid of it. Come on, bro. So there's room for new to come in. That's right. True. We outgrow clothes, right? We all grow other things too, Veronica. And I keep you know, them so clothes too, but I ain't fit them in years. I still keep them too. <laughs> <laughs> right? So you get rid of them old clothes and some of those old relationships that may not be good for your spirit, just don't fit the person that you have become. Sometimes you, you have to let those go too. Amen. Get rid of the, rid of the old to make room on, for the man. new. Hey, hey. Absolutely. I mean, we hear these sayings all the time, but never really pay attention to them like that. It's just, and but it may, you you know, those clothes don't fit you, but it may benefit somebody else. So you bag them there up, you go. give them to charity. Now, it still lives on in a new purpose. That's true. You know, it's just, it's, your purpose is fulfilled with it. It's time to move <laughs> on. Yes, that makes perfect sense. But I Love think that. I can fit him again one day. 
I can get back to a size 42. <laughs> though I'm a 62. Yeah, you, you know, we all we all go there, don't we, Tyrone? No, I'm yeah. going to get back in there one day. <laughs> but see, and I think we all we all get it honestly, man, from, from my grandfather. So <laughs> we all got that. I got a bunch of stuff in here that I need to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. Powerful, Veronica. That's very powerful. Have to make but, room. Yeah, but you know what though, Bleak? What it be? You know, you need, you know, you know, you need to get rid of. But as always, I'm gonna do it when. I'm gonna mm -hmm. do it when the kids go to school. <laughs> I'm gonna do it when I pay these credit cards off. I'm gonna do it when and when. Someday is not a day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are days of the week. But someday is not a day of the week. <laughs> so we gotta forget about forget about someday. Just do it. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah. Someday. 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 Well said. Appreciate that, Veronica. That's that's very powerful. That that goes a long way. And somebody said, well, definitely, man. definitely needed to hear that. Yes, absolutely. Time for giving, family. Time for giving. Anyone else? Something to give. We'll bounce on over to Pam and ask Pam if she has some further words of encouragement for us this morning. The Queen maybe to bring us Maybe to bring a the smile. Queen B. Queen B, baby. That's, that's her new name, huh? <laughs> no, yeah, I ain't going to no, give no it No pun that intended. Yeah. No <laughs> pun intended. Right, right. Come on, Queen B. Y'all wrong for that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's been put in my spirit because when William was talking about the college students and then Rodney was talking, and I just think that we should, uh, I encourage everyone to listen more. There you go. Mm. Yeah. To, mm. to listen more. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Wow. I've had, I've had to learn that one for sure. Yeah. I'm still learning that one. I think I think we all are. I know I talk too much. I know. <laughs> you know it, huh? Yeah. You said you know it. I know, I, yeah. I, I I encourage us to listen more. It was a blessing yesterday for me to actually listen to Keith yesterday, just to yeah. listen to what he's yeah. going through at school and you know and the things yeah. he's learning and the things he's trying to unlearn it, it was a blessing for me just to listen mm -hmm. he yeah. said he did more in these two weeks of college than he did in his last two years of high school <laughs> school work wise <laughs> he sure yeah, said that he it's sure a whole did. new day wow. bro wow <laughs> wow yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. He, he realizes that the decisions that he makes now have long-lasting effects, and the things that he says, he has to prove them. He can't just say them now. He's got there you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's wow. funny you wow. say that, Pam, because uh, I told my old business partner who he's really upset with his one of his sons, and 
said, you know, I'm going to just give him, you know, one more week and then I'm just going to, you know, unleash. And I said, John, mm. you know what? I think you should probably listen to what he has to talk about. Yeah. Because both he and I like to spout our knowledge and or what we think is the right things but everyone has opinions and and also what they're dealing with so you know you're on the yeah. money Pam. yeah yeah it's very powerful Pam. that that like you said listen listen more yeah and it's better when that generation doesn't mind and they're comfortable talking about their experiences that there you is go. important there you there you go. that is important he was comfortable enough to confide in us to listen to his his issues and he he takes he takes criticism well and he takes instruction i i, I have to say that about him you know he he applies what he hears at least he attempts to I love that about him. And I love what you said, Pam. Listen. Have to listen more. Good stuff. Yeah. That's 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 how you help them. You have to listen to what they're going through and try to understand it from their perspective. This is different now than it was when we were that age. Mm, All right. Isn't that the truth? Experiences are different. Roommates, <laughs> uh, even though they're quite the same, are different. Mm. It was just... It was eye-opening to, to listen to him. It was. And thank you, Pam. Mm, thank you for putting that on our hearts. Absolutely. Brother Tyrone. Brother Tyrone. Some further Watch encouragement. Out. Always over there in the corner, locked and loaded. <laughs> this is really amazing because what everybody said, uh, God had put this on my heart. And mm. from what everyone said, Prior to this is a confirmation and it's entitled interview with God. Wow. I dreamed I had an interview with God. I dreamed I had an interview with God. So you would like to interview me, God asked. And if you have time, I said, and God smiled. My time is eternity. What questions do you have in mind for me? What surprises you most about humankind? God answered, that they get bored with childhood. They rush to grow up and then long to be children again. That they lose their health to make money and then lose their money to restore their health. Mm. That by thinking anxiously about the future, they forget the present such that they live in neither the present nor the future, that they live as if they will never die and die as if they had never lived. God's hand took mine and we were silent for a while. And then I asked, as a parent, what are some of life's lessons you want your children to learn? So God replied with a smile, to learn they cannot make anyone love them. What they can do is let themselves be loved to learn that it is not good to compare themselves to others. 
to learn that a rich person is not one who has the most, but is the one who needs the least. To learn <laughs> that it only takes a few seconds to open profound wounds in persons we love. Wow. And it takes many years to heal them, to learn to forgive by practicing forgiveness. To learn that there are persons who love them dearly, but simply do not know how to express or show their feelings. To learn that two people can look at the same thing and see it differently. To learn that it's not always enough that they be forgiven by others, but that they must forgive themselves. And to learn that I am here always. Wow. Amen. Powerful. Deep, wow. yeah. that's, that's deep there. Wow. Yes, hey, you, know, you know what? I, I was thinking to my, I'm thinking to myself, deep, and that's what I was gonna say. The only thing you could say to that is deep. And be, be before <laughs> I got in, three people said deep, and my wife said deep right behind me. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. And I, and I did. I was planning to say deep halfway into. <laughs> <laughs> Beat you to the punch. To get it out. That was Beat deep. you to the punch. That was that's like that's like that's like going all the way back when you when you hear something you ain't even expecting to come out and and every word is resonating and yeah. that's the only thing you can think of deep as the ocean. So if this would have been Family Feud, somebody would have hit the little thing before ding yeah deep and they would have got you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and wow. listen, y'all, and I'm gonna tell you, I, I'm gonna tell y'all something. This is very interesting. Uh, this poem, I mean, this writing, uh, was part of my mother's collection, mm. and wow. so this writing, this writing comes from a binder. This is a binder that my mother oh, wow. had and put together. That is probably. I'm going to say probably as old as I am, Dang. you know, um, wow. you know, I mean, and so we're talking and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say probably because even though I left home at 17, but my mother was always one to have to um, do things, you know, her doctor, give, give me an example real quick. Her doctor, she had an overactive thyroid. So even though she was a master seamstress, the doctor told her that she needed to um, take up another hobby. Mind you, my mother also was the first black director, director at the Argonne National Laboratory in Argonne, wow. Illinois. Y'all familiar with her? Ran by the University of Chicago. But also, she became a, a clay lifter and a ceramicist. She taught clay lifting. But when I found this in, in the archives after she passed, it's just a wealth of, you know, collections. So thank God for my mother's collection wow. that, that I was able to pull and share this. Amen. Wow. Amen. Thank God. Thank you for sharing, Amen. man. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, to God be the glory. Amen. We thank you for sharing. We thank God for your mother keeping that. To be shared. Mm -hmm. mm. Powerful. Interview with God. 
And what a what a, a multi talented woman. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and let me just say this too, and in and, 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 and closing, uh, my grandmother um, made a deal with the Archdiocese of Chicago that if they would let all of her children go to Catholic schools, then she would make all the uniforms for all the Catholic schools in Chicago. And they agreed. And so my mother and her 13 brothers and sisters all went to Catholic schools and we're talking starting in like the 30s. So 13 of her children, which last name were the Jacksons, uh, all went to Catholic schools. And at that time, the name of the school was St. Elizabeth's. And at that Mm -hmm. time, St. Elizabeth's comprised of, of of course, elementary and high school, you know. So that's amazing, isn't it? God bless that you. is really, amazing. That really is yeah. amazing. Make that kind that. of a deal. And to have that deal be agreed to. Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, she could deliver. That she could deliver and fulfill. Yes, yeah. bartering. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 look at the generations to follow. And, and and y'all know oh, yeah. y'all know y'all, y'all the early family is a classic example because uh, sometimes we might not know what great granddaddy and them did we might just remember seeing them in a coat or in a jacket or something yeah but right. but, but everybody got by they got by you you not, might not know what they did but how they made money or how but just God made a way Amen, Amen. God made a way to to, to make Amen. our families to be able to for us today. The, the 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 birth that uh, Rodney the God used as a conduit for, for I want better ministries, you know that came yeah. from a generational uh, uh, yeah. legacy. Amen. Yeah. In the early yeah. family, yeah. you know. So yes, I thank God, man. I thank God. Thank God for y'all. Amen. Amen. Thanks for sharing. Thank that. God for each and every one of you. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Words of encouragement. Words of encouragement. Brother Lynn, further words of encouragement. Watch out. Yeah. Good afternoon, fam. Yeah. Good afternoon. Hey. I think, too, like if I took what, what Bone just read and then what uh, Jim talked about, summing it up in one word is you you never know God's plan. There you you know, so and so if God has a plan, then it has to be a specific time then when that plan will come to fruition you know what we call divine timing but you got to keep yourself in the game long enough to get to it to get to the gold at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. you know True. so it's like people will say you know this guy's winning or whatever winning is to you but that win is just somebody that lost but they tried one more time mm-hmm. you know so yeah. with what what T-Bone was just talking about in terms of his grandmother and great-grandmother making the decision for the Catholic school, all our decisions that we made yesterday is what affect us today. So whether that's me personally or my grandparent or great-grandparent, something they decided to do is what put us in the position, whether it's a good position or bad position, you Mm -hmm. know? So it it all works together. 
But so then, like they say, what you decisions you make today is going to affect the tomorrow, not just my tomorrow, yeah. but the tomorrow That's of right. everybody descendant from me on down the line. You, you know, go. so we 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 don't know what God's plan is. So whether we have to uh, get rid of the old to make room for the new, whatever that is, we just got to keep ourselves in the game long enough to get to our purpose and and whatever the plan God has for us. Amen. Wow. Amen. Connect the dots. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. to be able to connect the dots. The path out there sometimes you can't see the lane that you need to be in. Man. And can I add to what you just said real quick, Will? You absolutely can. That's why we said it. And when you're talking about connecting the dots, you could only connect the dots going backwards. He went to this school. He lived in this house for this many years. They moved from here. Then we moved from Maryland. And we moved to Bishop. We did. You know what I'm saying? You could only connect the dots going backwards. Going forward, you could only have faith <laughs> that that dot is going to be there when you take the next step. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, There's nothing for you to connect because it hasn't happened yet. We. We come on, Liz. <laughs> hasn't happened yet. The, the evidence of things hoped for. Exactly. All right, now say it, Liz. Faith. Come on. Now. All right, Professor. Yes, <laughs> he is. <laughs> have to walk by faith. There you go, Nita. We heard you. We heard you, Nita. <laughs> walk by faith, not by sight. Backwards is the gratitude we got today from that, and tomorrow is the faith. Mm. I heard you, T-Bone. <laughs> <laughs> Won't we do it? Oh, connect the dots, man. Only connect the amen, dots going backwards amen. in front of you is just your faith. Your faith to get you there. That was, well, that I, was... I was just grateful. I want to kind of just thank God for T-Bone talked about it, just being able to be a conduit and being able to help somebody. You know, people dream about things people want to do things and I thank God for I'll say using me like a broom <laughs> but most people think of a broom you sweeping up trash or cleaning up stuff but a broom actually if you drop a glass a broom can bring all that broken glass together right so I think of it in, in those terms and just being able to be the broom to help somebody bring broken pieces together that they wanted to. That's right. But at the same time, I struggle with it. Because what do you do when someone has a dream and you're the guy that can open the door for them and you open the door for them, but they can't see that they need to go through the door. Hmm. And that's one of the struggles I have. You are in position to help somebody realize exactly what they want to what they say they want to and i think what god intends for them but they can't see that they need to go through the door mm. and i ask myself what do you do with that what do you do with that besides what i told jim just have to pray without ceasing that the will that god has for them 
they can open their eyes to see it. They can open their mind to know it. They can open their ears to hear it. Because I don't think there's anything else you can do to help someone get through that door once you've opened it. They have to make the choice. As Lynn said, you have to make a choice and live with the choice that you make. If you make the wrong choice to go left, you can always make a couple more and get back on the right track. But we have to trust God and continue to pray without ceasing. Mm. I didn't sleep well last night thinking about it, but listening to Rev talk about, you know, that door that's in front of people that they just can't figure out how to get through it. You know, and listening to T-Bone talk about just being a conduit to help people, you know, just, just gave me confirmation that it's something that somebody needs to hear that when that door is open and you know you prayed for something and someone comes to you and offers what you prayed for, don't let those things jump on your back like pride and worrying about, am I going to inconvenience that person? Because now you're creating doubt. And if you pray for something and God brings it to you, accept it. It's like Veronica said, right, get rid of thanks. the old. Get rid of the old and jump with the new. You have to make the choice to accept it and believe that God sent it to you. Well, Rev, I just want to encourage everybody, don't Look at a broom as picking up something or trash. Look at a broom as bringing things together that are broken. Amen. Respect. Amen. Amen. And as always, Rev, this has been our encouragement, our inspiration, our time of giving, and family, what we do. What we always ask Rev to do for us at the end. Bad up in the boat. Bad that up in the boat, Rev. <laughs> y'all, you know, every week y'all preach the sermon. <laughs> Every week, y'all preach the sermon. But I, I just want to kind of say a couple of things here. You know, when we talk about kind of starting with what Ronnie was talking about a little earlier and about having some things that you have acquired and you're really hesitant to throw them out, oftentimes you take a look at the struggle that went into the purchase of that mm. thing. Yeah. And so you become tied, you become tied to that thing, not because of its value, but because of the struggle you went through to acquire it. And so we oftentimes get kind of twisted sideways because to get rid of it then kind of reduces the struggle, the value that went into the struggle, and then just to discard it. What you've all mentioned is and are things that you've seen. You've grown up seeing these things. You've mentioned that, oh, okay, I know where we may have gotten that kind of thought from. But if you look at some of our worldviews, that is culturally how we came up, if a person came up around the Great Depression, that era, there were no go buy some new jeans. There were no yeah. go do this and to go do. If you had, you, you, you learned how to patch things up. 
You had a hole in your clothes. You learn how to patch it up. You learn how to darn. It wasn't throw away those socks and just go buy some new ones. Those socks, you'd figure out how to darn them, how to close the holes. And then after some time, you'd learn how to just give those down. And so, you know, you've heard the term hand-me-downs. If you grew up around people who lived through that era, then what you witnessed is how they had to come along. But what you missed is how they rose above that life. And so while they were comfortable with reusing things, they presented a life to someone else to say, you never have to do that. Set that to the side and we'll allow you the ability to not have to hand those genes down, but to give them away. Yeah. How much in your life are you willing to just give away? If you think about it, sometimes we don't do that because we don't want to see somebody else with it. I can't stand the thought of this person taking something and then I see them with it. I know how hard, I know what I did. And that kind of thing goes on sometimes with us. You see it if it's a post-war person, if it's a hustler, if it's a dreamer, if it's somebody that's lost. You know, these are the things that we have to sometimes take a look at and be okay with just simply giving it away. Mm. Veronica told us that sometimes you have to give away things to make room for others. You know, if, if your house is only so big, then how many couches can you put in a house? Is it the one you want or is it the one that you found on what I'm going to call the big store? And and for those that aren't familiar with the big store, that says that you've been driving down the street and you just happen to see this couch. And you think to yourself, wow, that's a nice looking couch. It's better than the one I have. And you drive in your car and you figure out how to put that couch on the top of your roof on your car. And your car might be a hoopty. And so for those that don't know what a hoopty is, that's a car that's sitting on its last leg, but it's yours. <laughs> and you put that on your car and you drive it home. And then you figure out how to get it up into your place. And when you get it into your place, it's made the place look 10 times better. You done cleaned it up and done all of those things to it that you think that you did. But someone else had thrown this out. But you see, you were able to use that. And that might be the only thing that you have in your apartment, in your home. And instead of looking at it and throwing your nose up at it, saying, there's no way in the world I'm going to take somebody else's trash and put it in my home isn't that a lot like life if you've ever been hurt by someone 
talked about by someone, you know what you just did. You just received someone else's trash mm -hmm. and you brought that trash into your own life. Mm -hmm. That was like that couch sitting on the curb that someone else threw out. But the view is different. How we see things are different. How we accept some things are different. You see, I say that because oftentimes we can be people who are injured. And you know, if we're injured, it's very difficult sometimes to talk about peace and talk about love because we can talk about being injured. We can talk about being hurt. I still think about the story that Pam told about this bee. And I think about her catching this bee with her jeans and, and making sure that this bee didn't get out. Now, each of us may have reacted to that differently. Some of us may have tried to just roll up our pant leg and to see if we could flush the thing out. Some of us may have continued to grab that and then attempt to crush the bee against our skin. Some of us might have tried to figure out how to just grab the bee and crush the bee within the pant leg. Some of us might not have done anything. I mean, hang on a second, folks. Sounds like my phone is telling me that I need to do something. All right. Get a little picture there. But my point being that it's how we view this world. It's how we view this world. And I, I say that sometimes people get to a point where they don't know what they don't know. And if you don't tell them, they still won't know. And sometimes it's not just in telling them, but it is in showing them. I had an opportunity last night to witness a person who didn't know any better but was performing what they thought they should perform, but they just didn't know any better until someone else came along and said, hey, you're in violation. But they didn't know that they were in violation because no one had told them. There were no signs along the way to say anything. There was no nothing that really directed them, directed their intention to any different place. So they just did what they thought was right. But what they were doing was in direct violation. And sometimes we just don't know what we don't know, which is the point of being guided, which is the point of asking, which is the point of being able to speak and to say. I would say to you today that a lot of the folks that we know, children, adults, are living a life where they don't know because they haven't been told or we didn't realize the gravity of their situation. So my beloved, I'd say to you simply this, let's not just walk through this life with our heads looking downward on others, but let's walk through this life being able to see others and to see their potential 
Sometimes people don't know their own potential because no one has ever told them. They don't understand their value because they have been, in this life, devalued. My beloved, I pray that this makes sense with you and that you can take these words of giving, these words of encouragement, and then just make the world a little better place for this day. Hey, family, listen, if if you're in this, I think it's going to get hot up there in Chicago. It's going to get hot, I think, uh, in the central United States from Texas all the way on up to the top by Canada and over in the Northeast. If you live in any of those regions, any of those areas, hey, if you're driving and you look in your back seat and there's something breathing back there, hey, take take that person, take that life with you just to not leave it sitting in the car, you know? Oftentimes, these cars, you know, at 90 degrees with closed windows, they can reach upwards to 120 degrees in no time at all. And not a whole lot's going to survive. So be kind. Check your back seats. If you have to get out, make sure you take, if it's breathing, take it out with you. Or understand that maybe, maybe you could leave that with someone who can look out for them better than you. Family, I thank God for this time that we've spent together. I thank God for you. I thank God that we have had this opportunity to enlighten and encourage your day. God bless. Thank you, Riff. Will? Amen. Amen. Amen, Riff. As we mentioned, family, today is first Sunday of September. We will have our Holy Communion. We're going to take a pause and give everyone a second to gather uh, water, cracker, whatever it is you need. Just pause for a second. 